Hello everyone. My name is Saliha Wazirzada. I'm a filmmaker on a spiritual journey. In these podcasts, I will be talking to people from various industries, backgrounds, and experiences. And together with you, we will dig deeper into their spiritual connection with their own being or with their own soul. We'll be sharing stories of people from various backgrounds by plunging deeper into their soul connection and get them up close and personal so they can feel comfortable to share their inner stories. Furthermore, the idea is to have a soul reconnection space where people can understand the common thread binding all humanity for we are spiritual beings first. Welcome to the 16th episode of Untold Story Told. Today we have with us three amazing professional boxers, Kamil Said, Jai Lane Taylor and Jaden Buan. We'll get to hear their story of brotherhood and mateship that they experienced during their successful boxing journey. We'll get to hear about their strong bond that helped them get to a very successful stage in their boxing careers. We'll also get to know them up close and personal and get to know the achievements and all the successful things they have done along the way of their boxing journey. Hello, how are you today, Kamil, Jay and Jay, Jai, Jai, is it Jai? Yeah, yeah. How are you guys doing today? Good, how are you doing? Good, good, good. Yeah, it's, it's so cloudy all of a sudden here in Sydney today, isn't it? Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yesterday we had a hot weather and then now we're coming into spring. It's just started to get cold again, oddly enough. So Yeah, back into our hoodies. Are we back into our hoodies now? Definitely getting warmed yeah. up. Yeah, I, I love my hoodies, so I, I can't wait to get back into them. So what we'll do is we'll just talk a bit about who you guys are, as what I know, and then we can start talking about other things. Uh, so we've got Kamil here, and um, as I have found out about you, Kamil, um, you're 27 years old. Uh, you are a 2018 Australian national boxing champion. You have been uh, a nominee for the Tokyo Olympic qualifying round in Paris, uh, France, which uh, is to be held in 2021. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, you have uh, been in Pakistan for the 2019 national games where you won a medal and you were a winner, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Um, and you've represented Australia in Vietnam for boxing. Yep. And uh, you've had over 30 amateur fights. Uh, also, you've been the founder of the video series and podcast, which is uh, soon to be launched, uh, which is The Corner with Kamil Said, which will be airing its first interview this month. Um, and the series is about interviewing um, boxers, about the sport, about mental health. Uh, and you've also done your bachelor's in business. So, wow, so many things about you, so many things you've done. Um, let's go to Jai. Jai, you're 25 years old. You're a proud Aboriginal man. And, <laughs> and you have, <laughs> it's funny when you read it out, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, you've done about 22 amateur fights, and now yeah. you're a professional boxer with yep. two to zero wins. Is that how you say it? Two to zero? Or? Yeah, I've had two fights for two wins. Two fights for so, two. Yeah, undefeated at the moment. Love and it. hopefully stay that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've also represented Australia in the Vietnam um, yep. boxing. What was it? A championship? What was it? Um, um, it was. It's called Victory Eight. And it's um, a new uh, competition in Vietnam. It's just uh, professional exhibitions, and we've all fought in it. And um, it's just a it's a great way to get your name out there and experience a big crowd and stuff. So um, it was a really good experience for all of us. We can talk about that in a bit. And um, and you're also studying management these days. Yeah. I'm studying two degrees at the moment. I'm studying uh, a diploma of hotel management. And I just started a, a business diploma as well. Wow. So I've been, I've been really busy. Um, this year's going to be um, a pretty full on for me, but it's good. I'm looking forward to it. It's good to evolve, isn't it? It's yeah. Yeah. Grow, grow, grow. Stay busy. Yeah, and stay busy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Jade? And we've got you as the youngest one here. You're 18 years old. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. you are a proud Aboriginal man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, you present you represented Australia in Vietnam also yeah and that's when you were 16 years old and it was a professional fight yeah and you've uh, had um, over 11 titles so uh, are those titles the belts that I saw yeah 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 Yeah, I was like wow so what do you call them belts and so they're called titles right Titles, belts, yeah, you can call them whatever you want, right. really. Or something. <laughs> yeah, whatever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you're currently studying management as well? I... No, sorry. So just to let you guys know, both of them have very similar names, Jaden and Jay. I am getting to know them as I am talking. <laughs> 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 So they are not twins, even though they look so similar. If you guys can see this on the Zoom, you would be able to see that for yourself. That why would I get confused with? Who <laughs> um, anyways, my first time doing three people on the as in, that doesn't sound right. Talking to three people on, <laughs> and um, let's go on with it. Okay, so uh, and the, you you are also managing um, uh, Jaden. Are you also managing the podcast? Are you? Yeah, I'm helping out Camille here and there. Yeah. Yeah. That's behind the scenes. It's not just here and there, man. You're doing like he's doing a lot of engagement. Okay, all right. So tell me which one of you would like to answer this. How did you all get, uh, get together? When did it first start? The friendship? Um, so I let these boys, they they knew me. They knew each other before they knew me, so I'll let you guys tell your story and I'll tell mine. Well, you go ahead. You were the first to <laughs> Be at the gym, so so it um so yeah it started probably back in 2013 or 14 somewhere around there. Um, I used to train out of Mount Druitt PCYC, and um, Jai started coming down, and then about a year or two after that, um, Jaden started coming down, and then all three of us together were probably the main some of the main fighters out of there, and um, we just train each other and teach each other. So probably all three of us have known each other since I've known him since about 2014, but him since about 2016? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going on five years, close to five years minimum, four or five years minimum. Hmm. 
and um, was it all in the same time that you met each other? It was this, you met all like all um, at the same time. Well, as Camille said, Jaden was a couple of years after. After. Yeah. Um, but we've basically spent most of our time fighting together because I didn't fight for about a year. So by the time I was fighting, Jaden was already on the scene. Okay. And um, so all three of us were fighting yeah. at the same time. And we came along together uh, all through our amateur career and to right now where we're together as um, professionals. Okay. Okay. So what got you into the sport? Um, which one of you would like to answer that? What got you into the um, sport? I was just going it as like fitness first, like just just exercising and stuff. And then my coach, our coach, Wayne, is just, um, I was three months in the training and he's like, do you want to have a fight in Australian titles? And I said, you know, why not? So I did. And then just stuck with it. Mm. And that's pretty much how I started. Just, yes, training and then stuck with it. Kept fighting and fighting and just became my thing, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah. Consistent, consistency is the biggest thing when you start something because when you're so young, you can be having something that you're doing here, you do something there, something your dad tells you to do or something that you want to do. But if yeah. you don't stay consistent in something, that can just be a phase, right? So yeah, it's always something I, I want to do. Like I used to play footy, I didn't like it and dad put me into it, but I chose boxing on my own and I turned up to the gym because I want to turn up to the gym and I want to fight because I want to fight. So that's kind of the love I get out of it. Just the passion I have, just training and fighting. I love it. So, mm. yeah. yeah. What about you, Kamil? When did you first get into boxing? Uh, probably, I think I was about 18, so I was a little bit older compared to the conventional um, the conventional norms. And um, I think I've been playing soccer for a number of years and people just, I think it was just a point where I had to choose one sport or the other. And um, I think there's more people telling me that I couldn't do it and you shouldn't do it. Yeah. That's probably more more of what um, drove me to want to do it, actually. So it's probably done out of spite, oddly enough, but yeah. end up sticking with it. Oh, good, good. Say sticking with it. That's it. I can tell you where I'm today, that sticking with it is the biggest uh, thing that you can do, like self-service you can do for yourself, as to realize that at a young age and continue with it. So to be where you are today. Uh, what about you, Jay? When did you first uh, get into boxing? Uh, I think I started around the same age as Camille. I would have been about 18. Hmm. And um, I was a, like Jaden, I was playing footy and I started to get disinterested in it. Um, but I always loved uh, the champions that are involved in boxing. I always was attracted to the characters of boxing and how they lived their life and um, I love the old time fighters from the sixties and the seventies and, um, just from watching those guys, eventually I just, I, I just had to give it a go. Mm. And, um, the first, my first day in a boxing gym, I went with a friend and we had a spa mm. and the coach that was there at the time, his name was Henry. Um, I don't know where he is now. I think he's at final round gym, I think. Mm. And, um, from my first bar, he said, what do you do? And I said, I play footy. And then he said, give it up. You're, you, you're a boxer now. And then from that day, I pretty much just followed boxing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, gave, gave it my all to boxing. And that was my goal from that day. Yeah, yeah. So this, of course, you've had this long journey to where you are today, right? There's been 
a lot of um, ups and downs during this journey. Uh, um, so starting with Kamil, what do you what do you think would have been your um, biggest struggles during this uh, journey that you've had? And we'll get more into it as to what you've done. But let's just talk about what, what were the biggest uh, struggles or pain points where you went through stuff and then you came out of it? Um, I think for myself, the biggest struggles that I've had to overcome are, um, oddly enough, they've been outside the ring. Um, they've been dealing with like chronic injuries. Um, so those things played a big part. I remember I was looking back at some of the scans um, not too long ago and within the first year, um, some of the scans were, were serious and um, I was seeing specialists and stuff. So I look back now and I never understood why on earth I kept going after one year of boxing and already having these scans that are saying you shouldn't fight. Um, but like I say, that, that was the biggest challenge for me, overcoming the chronic injuries. And when it came to the doctors and stuff and the specialists saying you can't fight and you can't come back, I think that's what drove me to want to keep going. That uh, probably goes back to why I started fighting, that spite of like, don't tell me what I can and can't do. And I think for me, that was my biggest thing to overcome. Wow. Wow. It's, it's amazing how um, it must have been such a big part of your life, like a big phase in your life. And then that moment feels like this is it, like this is what's happening. But you have to keep reminding yourself that you will come out of it because everyone around you is just saying the opposite. So that's a fight in itself, like that inner voice having it alive even though everybody just even even that look on their faces when they look at you can give you that feeling that energetic feeling where like are they saying i cannot do this do you think that kind of motivated you when everybody was against it in a way that they were not agreeing that you can make it you know like you cannot do this did that kind of push you to say i'll prove them wrong or um do you think that helped you yeah, definitely. Um, definitely people telling you you can't do something or it's not possible. Uh, that To me, that drives me. Um, and having Jay and Joy, especially at the gym, because you, you go through a doctor, you go to a scan, you're disappointed, and then you come to the gym and then you've got the boys around you training you or pushing you the next day. So that kind of helped negate the negative impact of the doctors and all those all the negativity that, was, that you're getting externally. You come to the gym and there's a bit of positivity just help you push through the pain, push through the injury. So uh, that's something that I'll always be grateful for, even when I retire, like having the boys around to push me through the, the negative times. Mm. Be grateful for that. Yeah, so mateship, friendship is a big part of it, uh, to have that little tribe of your own, which believes in you no matter, you know, yeah, no matter who else is saying whatever, because you realize with time, I guess, is that there's a thing called friends and like people who you meet people you just you know get in touch with but there are a few people who end up being your tribe like that human tribe that you can just hang on to no matter what like you don't have to work hard at it it hasn't there doesn't have to be that effort do you feel that with you guys yeah definitely for sure yeah these, these two are like my big brothers you know like yeah yeah that's lovely look um, after the baby <laughs> let's talk to the baby have you had your share of struggles uh, Jaden, I want to say struggles have had a pretty good run so far, um, lucky enough. But um, mm -hmm. I'd say just going through school and boxing, I'd say the balance mm -hmm. through like training hard and then like social life and just being a kid, kind of sacrificed that to go to the gym and train and cut weight and travel to go fight. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I love it. I'd rather have it that way. So um, 
been a pretty good run so far and I hope it keeps going. So, yeah, I wouldn't say I've struggled too much. Well, that's cool. I mean, I mean, when I, I, if I go back, being 16, 17, 18 is such a difficult thing. Like, even though I have my share of things now, like I've, I've been through all that and I'm in my 30s now, but I can still go back and think, yeah, they were the most struggling times. Just being 16, 17, 18 is hard. Yeah. So, and then still remind yourself of this future, of this vision of that I will do what, you know, other people my age don't think is a serious thing to do. That's the hardest struggle because if people your age will be saying that, why is he still doing it? Why doesn't he spend his nights with us? Or why is he spending his old age just exercising, right? So they, they would want you to be with them, but you choose to have your balance, right? Yeah. And yeah. I have my mates there. That are my true mates that support me and they, they know why I do it. So, yeah, I got, I got some pretty good people around me. And Jay, can you tell us about what your journey has been so far? Yeah, I'm like Jaden. I've had a I've had a pretty good run. I've, I'm surrounded. I've got a great family. I've had good friends. You know, I've um I've had a good support network, mm. which has helped a lot. And um. I think uh, boxing's actually helped me a lot in life. Before boxing, I was I was a bit of a mess. Like I I um I didn't know what I wanted to do, or uh, I was just I don't know, just as you'd say, just existing. You know what I mean? I didn't have any goals or anything. Um, and box. So as I said before, when I got into boxing, I love the characters of boxing, yeah. and um watching these guys and learning about their struggles and things like that like all of the great champions actually would have really low before they boxed had really low self-esteem they um and they're really insecure people and you look at them and you think they're the best fighters in the world and they were like me once you know maybe i can be like that so um Boxing's helped me a lot just from learning from the fighters and actually the sport itself. It brings a lot of discipline in your life and, um, you know, it makes you just want to better yourself in every aspect. Mm -hmm. um, work life, home life, everything. It just, everything improves through boxing. So uh, when it comes to my struggles, uh, boxing's really helped me a lot. And I'm sure it's the same with these guys. Boxing has really been that um, cement for us through our hard times so and of course my family and my religion as well mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's interesting um because the closest i've come to recently like after i had my kids uh, to being fit and being uh on a fitness regime was doing crossfit and when i was doing crossfit um i was being told that you should try um the boxing class as well and why they were saying is that what it does is that if you've got a lot of uh, emotions in you or stresses, like especially when you're a new mom and things like that, I'm talking about new mom because that's my latest experience of uh, going through and when, um, you know, body, mind, soul kind of a disconnect where I came together. Uh, so I, I felt that CrossFit, the way my coaches were like one-on-one -on -one with me because in that you have a small class and they can, they can talk to you, can tell you where you need that mobility, how you need to work out. Uh, it helped me like no matter what was happening in my life or like my baby was staying up at night, whatever was happening, stresses, family, blah, blah, blah. 
this this way of working out and the boxing part of it kind of like kept me um like every time I came out, there was an adrenaline rush, which made me feel like, oh, I can conquer the world, right? It makes you feel like nothing else matters, but like this beautiful, happy feeling you have. Do you, do you feel that after you do something um, in your field? Oh, for sure. I think scientifically that would be, you get a dopamine, after you exercise, you get a dopamine hit. Yeah. So you get that hit and then um, you just want to keep doing it again and again because you feel so good after training. Mm. I mean, so that's, I suppose that would be explain that feeling you get after training. It's all um, yeah. just a, you get a surge of dopamine from it. Um, how important would you think is um, coaching during this whole process? Like, how important are coaches uh, uh, to get you where you want to get to? Extremely, extremely important. Like, um, if I look back at, at our careers. Um, our first coach was Wayne, and um, he was like real authoritarian. It was almost like being under like a, a dictatorship, communist rule. There was no ifs or buts. It was do it now, and that's the end of it. There's no discussion. And then now all three of us have transitioned over to Bondi Boxing Club, and we're under Tony Del Vecchio, and he's a great. He's got well world championship experience, and um, he's also got a similar hold over all of us, where he pushes us all, and he's helped us all develop and taken us to another level that if I'm honest, I didn't think was possible for myself. I'm not sure about you guys, but mm -hmm. yeah, coaching's a, a critical element to, to your development inside and outside the ring. Mm -hmm. And um, what about you, Jay? Who has been your biggest inspiration in the boxing world? Are you talking to me or Jay? Jay, Jay. Jay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, as Camille said, we had our old trainer, Wayne Douglas from Mount Druitt. Um, we've, we've been lucky. I've been lucky to have two great coaches in my life, Wayne and now Tony. Um, they've both been massive figures in my life. Um, I even still talk to Wayne. He rings me and just to check on me. And um, he's like a mentor to me still, even though he's um, lives in Mount Druitt. I live in the city now, but he's like a mentor to me. And um, if it wasn't for Wayne, uh, pushing me and even when I tried to quit boxing I've tried to quit boxing a couple of times and Wayne would always ring me up and tell me to get back into it you know stop drinking get back to the gym and stuff um, and now I have Tony who's taken on the same role just always ringing me making sure I'm I'm all right uh, staying on the right path so um, I've been we've all been pretty lucky to have these two guys as mentors and also Renato Cornette, mm -hmm. um, who is one of Australia's greatest fighters ever, was one of our trainers as well. Wow. And um, to have him in our corner gave us a lot of confidence. Yeah. So we've, we've been pretty lucky in terms of trainers and stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I guess uh, where, where, what I understand by what you've said, like the frequency of it all, this is how I interpret certain conversations. Uh, I understand that you you come from a very uh, grateful place, Jai. Like you, yeah. uh, the way you're talking about everybody is a very um, sort of a gratitude-based kind of a feeling. Like yeah. Yeah. you you don't you don't forget people who've done things for you, right? No, no, of course not. No. No, no. And you and you're grateful for it, and that's the, uh, that's how it happens. This is how the universe works. When you are grateful 
for something, you get more and more of it. But if you just go to like, yeah, I deserve it. Oh, I have got this dad who's rich. Oh, I got this car because, you know, it happens to many of us when we are younger, especially when we haven't yeah. uh, faced the heat, as so to say. Uh, but yeah. we, we take everything for granted. Like, yeah, my parents were supposed to be my parents. So like, <laughs> like why yeah. are they not just parenting up, right? You know, that yeah. kind of thing. And it's like, when you become a parent, you're like, whoa. So how do you do this? <laughs> it's like every day, it's like, how do you do this? Because you're just not a born, right. born, you're not a born parent, just like you're not a born boxer or anything. Exactly, so yeah. Keep reminding ourselves that whatever, wherever we are in whatever capacity we are, we'd have to remind ourselves to come back to the center and yep. stay in that gratitude because that is what we are going to come back to in whatever challenges and whatever we faced, right? So, um, Jaden... What about you? Who's, who's your biggest inspiration? Um, I have to say my dad and my cousin. So I've obviously I've got my dad and then I've got my cousin. He's two-time Australian champion. And it's pretty cool to have um, family that's also been in boxing. So he's one of the, he's been in the highest of Australian boxing. And it's cool that like I have him there to ask questions and he's there to mentor me. And uh yeah, I've also got my dad too. He's always looking out for me. So yeah, I say that's that's my two big biggest inspirations. That makes me wonder what you did for Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, did, I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I did Father's Day, Dad. Yeah. Gave him a hug. Yeah. He doesn't ask for much. He, I try, like, I do try and buy him stuff. So doesn't wear it, so I just, I just stop it. <laughs> Don't worry, we we're, we're, I'm in the same boat. So I, I kind of felt like, you know, what, what have other people done, you know, <laughs> if they really love their dad? I guess when you love your dads and they know it, they don't really even expect anything. Like they're yeah. cool with it. It's not like a celebration. Of yeah. It, you know, he's cool with just a hug. So I just give him a hug. Yeah. Hugs are powerful. Hugs are powerful. How, how important are hugs when it comes to you three? Do you guys... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about hugging. Yeah, yeah I, I hope it yeah. sounds oh, like, 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 so, uh, Jaden Jai, what I saw on, on uh, YouTube was, uh, I don't know how I saw this, but I came uh, up with the video of Kamil dancing uh, on some salsa music. So, I don't know what your friend has been talking about. You know about I have it? not seen this. No, well, I, I haven't, haven't seen it. On YouTube, where's this? <laughs> I haven't even seen it. Kamil is dancing on YouTube. So, just to let you guys know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Kamil, I think, was training in Japan or somewhere uh, where, the, where the coach was uh, giving you guys a little pre-session where you guys exercise and do your weights and stuff. And oh there was one session where he was <laughs> making you do the salsa, right? Um, yeah, I was in Italy training with Kieran. Oh, it and looked like you were enjoying yourself. I was hoping no one would ever see that video. He's been hiding it. He's yeah. been hiding it. Well, that's the first thing that comes on the search. You go like, <laughs> <laughs> boxing, and that's the hashtag that gets you there. Yeah, it's one of the things that I tried to get to tell us, because we didn't know. I'm going to search our fair after this. But anything to do with your body movement is so important when you're trying to stay fit, right? And I guess you guys must be having really intense uh, days where you have like segments throughout the day where you take care of your diet, 
take care of your uh, working out timings and when you do them and what kind of because uh, for a boxing body like that you need to build there has to be certain kind of exercise right you can't just go to yeah. just lifting or just cardio right so who would like to answer that about how your day goes um how about Jaden? yes um <laughs> how's your day like like you're talking about uh, during cares probably maybe do a run in the morning yeah um maybe work with tony a bit so I've got the, we do something called strength conditioning with a coach named Richmond. Yeah. Um, so we do strength conditioning with him sometimes in the morning and then um, do some boxing maybe midday and then some sprints in the other. So mm. it can get pretty intense, but uh, mm. yeah, so that's the part of the sport. If you don't, you got to train eat hard. Well yeah, eat well. Mm. Yeah, that's just something, yeah, you just got to do, eat well. I struggle with that a lot. <laughs> but um. You know, when, when a fight's there and I've got to eat well, I will eat well and I'll make weight. Like, I've never missed weight. So, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, eat well. Yeah. The fun thing is when you're younger, uh, no matter what you eat and you're exercising, yeah. everything just is looking good. And you're like, fine, why do I need to eat well? Because exercise or whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll work out really hard and then I'll be fine. Yeah. Which works, which works. Well, let me tell you. Come to your thirties. <laughs> it's a different ball game. You have to do the balance thing. But it, it, when you're very young, it, it, you've got this thing where the body just, no matter what happens to you, just comes back, comes back, yeah. comes back. So that's good that you have that on your side. <laughs> like, um, uh, I wouldn't say it's on my side anymore. Maybe a year ago it was, <laughs> but uh, past year I'm kind of feeling it, and I'm only eighteen, and I'm, I think I'm heavier than both these boys now. Eighteen. Yeah, I just, um, I am feeling it and I'm pretty scared for when I have to, you know, 21 and then 30 when it's just going to be even harder. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's just part of life, I guess, mm. part of the sport. So, um, um, Jay, Jay? Jai. Jai. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, Jai, um, yeah. what does it mean to you to be a fighter? Um, well, to... I'm pr I'm pretty proud. I'm very proud to be a fighter. Um, as like I can't I can't say it enough. I admired these old fighters so much. I thought they they are just the pinnacle of you know what a man can be. I just I respected these guys so much, and um to turn professional and uh, to say to become a professional and have that be your job. Mm, mm. It's a very proud thing for me because um, I know it's a hard, it's a hard sport. Yeah. It takes a lot. It takes a lot from you, yeah. but it gives a lot to you. Um, mm. So when people ask me what I do and I, I can say I'm a fighter, it makes me pretty proud because I think of these guys in the past, mm. and like it's, it's such a sport that has um, broken so many barriers in terms of everything, race um politics everything there's a lot involved in boxing and um my my people aboriginal people have have been a big part of boxing uh, my, most aboriginals can fight let, let me tell you mm. and um it's it's pretty much our sport yeah it's been big for our history we've had some great fighters mm. it's just a bit boxing has a beautiful history if you research it not only here but all over the world it has a it has a great history so i'm very very proud to be a part of it to say i to say i'm a, a fighter 
Well, I'm grateful to know you guys today, as I'm getting to know you guys today, because um, it's good to know more and more about uh, boxing, because now that I had to get to know more about what you guys actually do, it's gotten me into finding about what this whole boxing thing is all about, because um, uh, any sport where you're using your body, uh, not just your body, I think with you guys, you're using your mind a lot too, because I think, especially, you know, because I was reading, when you're actually in front of a person, your opponents, right? Uh, there's a lot of a men mental game that's happening, right? It's just not, it's just not the strategy or the way you guys doing it. There's a lot of mental thing that's happening, right? Because I was, I was actually reading about this, that how you can um, mentally control a match, yeah. right? Um, who would like to talk about that? Yeah, the mental side of the boxing is basically, it's far more substantial than the physical side of boxing. It'll be at least 99% of your fight is mental. Um, so even a lot of everything you do is based around building your mental uh, your mentality, your psyche, even your physical preparation is all designed to build your mentality and build your mental strength. Mm. So even in the ring, if you get hit, you have to have a poker face. You can't show your hurt. Mm. If you've landed a good shot and you see your opponent's whimpering or you see his facial expression change, uh, it's a bit of mental weakness. If you see them falling for certain traps mm. that you've set and they're, they're not reading or they're not picking up on it, that's a bit of mental weakness that they're, la that they're lacking. So the, the mental aspect of it is, is huge. And not just that, like outside of training, you've mentally got to switch off as well because you've got to relax. You can't always be switched on. So there's that component outside of training and outside of fighting to switch off. Yeah. And then when you do have fights or when you do have sparring, you have to mentally switch back on. So all these switches that you're kind of turning on and off, uh, they're on a constant basis. It could be like an hour to hour, half hour to half hour basis depending on how your training is going. So the, the mental element of it is, is almost everything. If there's anything I could say about it, it's almost everything. Mm. And it's so good that it's good that you guys have each other to share in these notes, talk to each other, like how you're feeling mentally, how you're feeling physically, how you're feeling inside. If you don't have that kind of a friendship happening, this kind of a mateship happening, I feel many boxers can feel very alone in this whole thing, like especially with if they have to, they get the uh, the whole uh, success part of it too early on. If they start traveling alone and then going to different countries, which are strange countries, and then they're all these with these strange people who they can't even talk to properly. So it can get many aspects of it when you become a boxer at a young age and you're all alone. Uh, can get very lonely if you don't have this uh, mateship. Yeah, definitely. I, I know that, like for for me at least, or that I've seen with us three, there's um. Because we've gone to overseas and we've gone to different countries for fights and for sparring. Yeah. And it's natural. You get nervous and you're a little bit like, you don't show it outwardly. Most people wouldn't understand it but because we know each other pretty well. We know when each other's nervous. So if Jay's nervous, like we'll know what to say and we'll know how to like keep the conversation calm or switch his focus. Yeah. Get it off the nerves. And it's the same for me. Like I know I get nervous before fights and spars and I know having these two there, it helps it just helps because they know what I'm going through. It's mm. different. So yeah. I know they know how to handle that situation. Now it just helps so much having people understanding what you're going through. That's cool. That's cool. So what are you guys doing these days? What team are you training for or are you preparing for your next, um, um, next boxing championship or something? What's happening? 
Um, I'm pretty sure all us guys are preparing for Vietnam very soon. Hmm. The October, November, is it? Did they say? Yeah, if Corona. <laughs> if Corona is um, a bit better by then, maybe we could be fighting Vietnam. Um, Camille's still preparing for France, whenever that date uh, confirmed when that's on. And yeah, I guess me and Jai just waiting for the call. Mm. It's all a waiting game right now. Mm. Mm. The hard time. Yeah, nothing's really boxing moving. right now. Yeah, yeah. But then again, like uh, Jai, uh, yeah. do you think like during this time, um, um, everyone's kind of like understanding how it is to feel like going against something that is just telling you you can't do this like that kind of like do you think that all that preparation you had this mentally physically uh during this life that you've had as a boxer helped you cope with covid in a better way like you're able to be there for others yeah for sure definitely yeah um it's an uncertain time for everyone hmm. and um what we've gone through in boxing what we've learned from boxing is it's definitely helped us in this time, you know. Um, through boxing, you learn how to persevere, mm. endure things, and um, you know, just just find basically just find a way to survive, really. Mm. And you, you do what you got to do to get through times like this. Mm. And um, I'm mean, I'm just embracing it right now. It's we're all going to learn from this experience. This times of COVID when it gets back to normal, which it will, like it's going to, it's going to get better. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to be the better for it because we've experienced this, mm. Mm. these hard times. Mm. What do you think, Carmel? Yeah, I, I agree with what Jai said exactly. Like mm. um, going through these like tough times of COVID, but Jai was meant to fight in Queensland at the start of September and we were getting ready for that camp training and then out of nowhere boom the borders shut fights off so that happened i was getting ready for olympic qualifiers in meant to be in may in paris boom they're off borders shut that's all going on flying back home so i can avoid hotel quarantine um jay was getting uh, jay was getting ready for like amateur fights and maybe turning professional at the end of the year yeah. and boom or there won't probably won't be any fights in new south wales this year so all three of us given COVID, have had to deal with that but it's not just us, like everyone is in the same boat and there's people who are, who, are, who are literally dying out there and don't have food and water and things like that. So we really aren't in a position to, to complain. Mm. Um, so if, we, if I try to look at the positive for myself and for us, like we're, we're, we're healthy, we're at home, we've probably spent more time with our families than we've ever spent. Yeah. So like, yeah. although it has been frustrating from a career point of view, from a personal point of view, it's been a little bit of a blessing in disguise. Mm. Mm. That's it. That's it. If you look at things as blessings, it just changes a whole viewpoint on things. But if you go and turn on the TV and go like, oh my God, the whole world is going to come to a doom, uh, doomsday, then yeah, well, in your head, it is already doomsday. Then probably you're going to look at everything as like negative and falling down and crippling and dying. So it's good to look at things that are happening uh, in the positive way for yourselves and just focus on that. There's so much happening. Like, you know, the fact that you guys are here, there's a lot of things. And for me personally, I felt that this time has given me the opportunity to become a better person in terms of whatever thing I was going to do. So I was going to make a short film, which was pretty much done, like the storyboards. And I think 2020, just to let you guys know, I felt that with a lot of friends, 
2020 was going to be a big year for many people who were for a while not able to do as great as they wanted to. So 2020 was a very hopeful year. It was like this year, I'll do this, this and this. But I think uh, I feel it put us all on a stall so we could become a better version of ourselves so that when we go to execute that thing that we wanted to do, that big thing, we can be at a better mental, physical and soul level so that we can do even better than we were thought we, were, we could do. You know, sometimes you just rush into things because everybody's like goals and timelines and you need to do this by this time, by this year, by this month. But everything just came down to this place where you're just like, okay, so when can I do it? I can't do it on this date. Okay, I'll do it in the future, you know? So, <laughs> so yeah, as he said, a good day is going to come and that's it. You just need to believe that there's going to be a good day and that belief has to get stronger within, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, we have plenty more that we can talk to you about, but there's one question and that is, what is your favorite strike or submission to use in, an, in any fight? Mm -hmm. Who would like to answer that? <laughs> uh, I've got my favorite, it's called um, check left hook. Okay. So it's basically when you step back, you just throw a check left hook and get more balance. And yeah, that's my, that's my favorite bunch. <laughs> and Carmen? Oh, um, plenty. <laughs> yeah, I do enjoy like a good overhand right. There's something about that. It's a, if you can land it, it's a crushing punch. So an overhand right or a counter right hand when it's hit properly, it's just sweet. It's like the sweet science of perfection. And what about you, Jay? Um, my favourite punch is probably just the jab in boxing, which is the lead hand. If you look closely at my fist, my hands are actually irregularly large. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, show off. Come on, show, show us your fists and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, these bad boys. <laughs> yeah. Go on. The regular man's head. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that's my favourite punch is just a jab because everything comes off the jab. It sets everything up. Mm. And it's just, it's just a simple punch, but it, it works the best. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. Okay, so we'll get uh, straight into the... A segment of my uh, podcast where we do a thing called gratitude card. So uh, what I do as a gratitude for all that you guys have done today, as in basically being here, taking time out, taking, you know, the energy to be here and sharing all your heartfelt stories and whatever you've been through. I have something here to say thank you with. And for that, before I'll get Jaden to get more into the camera, get close to Carmel. Why don't you like sitting close to her? What's up? <laughs> Uh, and yeah, that's much better. So we'll get into that. And what they, what they call it, they call power thought cards. I don't know if you can see it. It might be like a mirror sort of uh, version of what I'm showing you. But what they do is like they give you little thoughts to think through. And um, what I do is I intuitively pick one. And they've got positive messages to help you go through your day right? And you can apply to yourself as, as you want to. If you think it doesn't resonate, then it doesn't. I usually take out one card and they're 56 cards, but for you guys, we'll be doing one each, right? So what first we'll do with uh, Kamil Saeed, because I usually do the, say, the, say the last names so that I'm like, got the right Kamil in my head. Because <laughs> like, uh, there are a lot of Kamils out there, especially because I am from Pakistan, so there are a lot of Kamils <laughs> I know. Pakistan. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, no, no, the Pakistani comments, only one comment. It's like, yeah. yeah. So I uh, just shuffle. 
and I'm not looking down because they're double sided. So they're going to have messages on both sides. I look like a crazy person, like, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Okay, let's take a card out for Kamil. Let's see what came out. Ooh. So uh, this is the card, and I'll read the first part of it. It says, I deserve the best, and I, and I accept the best now. So it's talking about the now, it's saying I deserve the best, like telling yourself like, I do, I do. I need to stop putting myself through this that I don't, you know, right? And we do that a lot, don't we? And then I deserve the best and I accept the best now. And I'll just read it, I won't talk through this one. It says, I'm mentally and emotionally equipped to enjoy a prosperous and loving life. It is my birthright to deserve all good, I claim my good. So it's like a signature. It's like, I claim it. Yeah. I love so that. That's sweet. I send sweet. you a picture of that so you can ponder over it when you get the time. Thank and, you very much uh, for that. Appreciate it. So I hope that helps you through your day. I'll just pick up the cards that just fell down. <laughs> <laughs> and um, just give me a sec. Okay, so we got next we've got uh, Jai. Yep. So Jai, we're going yeah. to turn for you, and let's just go on with that card, Jai. Okay, got it. It says, my thoughts are creative. Yes. <laughs> There's a whole literature right behind it. It's like, what? Hang on. Spot on. Listen to this one. It says, I say out loud, Sorry, I say out to every negative thought that comes to my mind, no person, place, or thing has any power over me. Mm. For I, for I am the only thinker in my mind. I create my own reality and everyone in it. That's sick. That's, I want that one. That definitely <laughs> sounds like me. Hey, boys. Did you have a picture too? I sent all the pictures on Carmel's Insta, so I can okay. share that with you guys. Thank you. And we'll do one for Jaden now. <laughs> he's been smiling throughout, so I think he's going to get something funny. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do this for Jaden. Ooh. Okay, Skype, it's very um, intense. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> I don't know why this, uh, you can decide why this applies to you. It says, I forgive myself. <laughs> <laughs> you guys probably know yes. that. <laughs> you can tell him what it, it applies to. So there's thing for him too. And it says, as I forgive myself, <laughs> Sorry, I feel like laughing because I am <laughs> what you guys are thinking. Uh, as I forgive myself, I leave behind all feelings of not being good enough. <laughs> and I am free to love myself. Love <laughs> and I'm free to and I'm free to love myself. Wait, can you say that again, please? Okay. As I forgive myself, I leave behind all feelings of not being good enough. Right? So if there's any issue with being not being good enough, you're leaving yeah. that behind and you forgive yourself. Is it not like get too hard on yourself? That can also be forgiving yourself, like not always saying that I should have, I could have, I, that kind of a forgiveness, right? Yeah. And then I am free to love myself. As in, 
nothing can like hold me from doing things for myself or myself growth. That's kind of the love they're talking about. Like you, it doesn't depend on anybody. It depends on you. What do you want to do yeah. for yourself? Right. And doesn't have to justify. It doesn't have to be right. It's, it's your choice as to do things for yourself when you feel, if they make you happy, that's your happy. Right? Yeah, it's cool. I like that. It's cool. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, so I'll send this picture to you guys too. Thank you. Uh, and you can read it and see if it, how it makes sense to you. I just said what I felt when I looked at you guys. Um, and yeah, so thank you so much for taking the time out. I think we will have uh, probably um, a month from now another podcast just to see where you guys are at. But I, I feel like this, this uh, I feel like an evolution is going to happen soon, like for you guys individually, like an evolving sort of a time that's coming closer and closer. Like right now, it seems like a bit slow, but I think it's happening. What do you guys feel? Like a, a time that when things will start right. happening faster? Yeah, I think you're right. It's getting to that time. I hope so. Yeah. Gonna make big leaps. Yeah. We're all getting to like pivotal points in our careers, sort of. So, mm. yeah, hopefully there'll be some big, um, big um, opportunities for development very soon. It's been wonderful talking to you, all three of you, Kamil, uh, Jaden, and Jai. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And your introductions, right? Uh, you yeah. guys been wonderful. It's just uh, the the aura around you guys is so. I I can feel the mateship. And therefore, it makes me feel in a good vibe. And this is how we make it. <laughs> so, Sorry, you know. I you fun. <laughs> Thank you, Sally, very much for having you. us on your show. We, like, we really appreciate it. We're all stoked to jump on. So like, yeah. thank you so much for like getting to, giving us the opportunity to share our story, getting after us. And yeah, yeah just thank appreciate you so it. much. Thank you. Uh, fun fact, fun fact, Jai can sing. <laughs> I'm a, I'm actually a really really good singer. You can sing, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sing on this. <laughs> <laughs> if you're good at something, you can do it for free. <laughs> if you were in Pakistan, they would get you to sing. It's like, oh, you can sing. Please sing yeah. for us. Please yeah. sing. Yeah. 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 And dance. Oh, oh, That's okay. Right. It's I know what to do for the next session now. We can have some dance, <laughs> some singing. Eighteen-year-olds um, just being eighteen-year-olds. <laughs> Forgiving themselves. And <laughs> myself. That was beautiful. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here with you guys today. Um, so uh, thank you so much. Yes, thank you very thank much. You really I appreciate it. Thank you. And if you would like to get in touch with all three of them, you can get in touch with Kamil on Instagram under. K A M I L Kamil dot S Y E D Said one. That's number one. Kamil dot Said one. And you can contact Jai Lane Taylor on Instagram under his name, which is J Y E L A N E T A Y L O R. J Lane Taylor. And you can contact Jaden Buon under Bullet Buon which is bullet, B-U-L-L-E-T underscore B-U-A-N-B-O-N.